Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And we're finally, <laughs> finally, we are talking about Senua. Yes. No, I sorry. Hellblade, Senua's Revenge. I always call it just Senua, too. <laughs> um, yes, I finally, finally had the time of day to finish this game. And I really wanted to finish it before we talked about it without, like, having to watch somebody else finish it. I really just wanted to do it myself. Because I actually really like this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, very good. It's um, I mean, I don't even want to get too far into it before saying it's just damn good. Yeah, they even, like, they went so hard on it, too. Like, mm-hmm. with all the visuals and how they actually made it. Like, using a real actress, well, a real person to, like... I don't know what they did that thing where like they put the dots on her and like yeah it was motion capture and yeah whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> uh, what's really great about that too is you're right she's not an actress she was just like a worker there because mm-hmm. Ninja Theory at the time I think right now they're up to like 120 something employees by the time they only had maybe 100, which sounds like a lot but to make a, a fucking video game that's not <laughs> that's, <laughs> much of anything. That's just not. <laughs> and they made this like beautiful and impressive game because yeah. like the visuals look great but also the sound is very interesting and it's all uh really connected to one another the gameplay and the the audio and the visual they all are like one big mesh that is connected so well that it's like ooh, that's intricate that's difficult if something goes wrong everything else is pretty fucked <laughs> yeah i mean you'd think a game with these type of mechanics might feel Honey burp. Might feel not. Might feel not very smooth. Like it might feel choppy, or it might feel like oh, this is really like disconnected from each other. Like like the voices that she hears um, could have become very like I don't know. Try too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could have become disconnected from cinema but they always felt like a part of her and a part of you because you were right there with her with basically in living inside her head the whole time you played the game mm-hmm. yeah that and that's why uh it recommends early on like you should definitely play this game with some uh headphones on they don't have to be fancy but the fancier the better because <laughs> they you really start to immerse yourself in the character when you can hear all the things she hears not just like in the world mm-hmm. but all of the voices because there's so many. Yes. Um. Well, actually, I don't. There's not very many voices. Well, it's it's mostly just different different versions of her voice. Yes, and then a couple of, uh, male voices. But um, when I played the game, I played part of it with headphones, and then my headphones would die, and I'd have to just. Well, I didn't have to. I was lazy, and I didn't feel like charging my headphones and waiting, <laughs> so I just continued on the game without the headphones. And it is a very different experience. Um, I, I did feel more like... Both times, I was very invested in the game, but when I had the headphones on, I did feel more like focused, and like everything was more tense and stressful, and I felt more like I was actually in the world, that world with her, like I was traveling right behind her watching her fight these people or whatever or like maybe i was one of the voices in her head i don't know (laughs) i mean yeah that that could be definitely an interpretation i like that honestly uh so pulling back a little bit uh hellblade senua's revenge is a 
sacrifice. Sacrifice. Damn it. I think. <laughs> uh, I think. Is that going to be the name, name of number two? Because that'd be great. I don't remember what number two is going to be called. I don't know. But uh, there's. All I know is that I really want to play it so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure who all watched. But there was during the uh, Xbox X series sort of reveal trailers. There was a reveal, uh, a brief uh, teaser trailer, if you will, for Hellblade 2. And the sound and everything was so amazing. Uh, it's a, there was a song in, that was playing by a band that we, we've heard before, right? That, uh, the one with all the weird instruments, interesting ones. Um, I'm not sure. Cause I'm pretty sure that was them. As it possible. We've gone down a lot of rabbit holes on YouTube <laughs> with some strange, weird music. Yeah, but it, it was so good. And <laughs> the entire trailer is basically just this like, like deep guttural, like rock noise that's just like bassy and pumping and slowly zooms in on Senua. She's just angrily breathing, mm -hmm. preparing for yeah. war or something. I mean, any sort of like <laughs> Celtic or uh, any, any sort of like war music, really. But I mean, she's Celtic, so it's probably so, more Celtic than, than anything. Than <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know, it's so powerful feeling. It's like, yeah, you know what? I want to go to war too. Like, <laughs> I want to, I want to be there. I want to swing a sword. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's number two is coming. And I'm extremely mm -hmm. excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it. it says here that Senua is just called Senua's Saga? Sega? However you want to say it. <laughs> Jeez. It's definitely okay. Saga. Um. <laughs> Look, we don't agree on alias. Um, the alias? <laughs> What's your alias? Oh. Your alias? <laughs> you know, I'm skipping this. We're not, we're not having this argument again. Ali's alias is uh, Salty Boy. <laughs> um, but the Senua 2, Hellblade 2 is going to run on the Unreal Engine 5. Ooh, that look, and that's awesome. It's confirmed for the Xbox uh, Series X mm -hmm. as being like one of the first games to be on that. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be an exclusive, but it also might be on PC. I really hope so because that's how I played it. And if I... Uh, I'm not saying I don't want to get the Xbox. I kind of don't want to get the Xbox. <laughs> and I don't want to miss out... On Hellblade 2, just because of that. Like, I don't want to have to buy the Xbox, the new Xbox, just so I can play Hellblade. <laughs> Will I do it? Possibly. Yes. <laughs> do I want to? Hard yes. No. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, anyways, back to Senua. Damn it, back to Hellblade 1. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Senua, it's the same thing. Same, same difference. Uh, it revolves around Senua. Mm -hmm. She's the main character, yeah. and the general idea uh, given to you in the first like few minutes is uh, you're off to avenge slash save slash do whatever appease this horrible feeling in your soul uh, because of a, a person in your life who has died, whose head you carry, which is unpleasant. But well, you you kind of yeah. I mean, eventually, I think you don't. I think you pick it up like a few ways in, right? A few minutes in. 
Well, it begins you coming home and seeing your village destroyed. Right. Because you had to go on a soul search. You had to go on a walkabout. Um, you were trying to get these the the main voice in your head, like the darkness or whatever, like the this it's like a very deep guttural voice. He, he sounds very evil and demonic, but at the same time very comforting. And I don't know why I felt that way. But <laughs> um, uh. you tried to get him out of your head because he's kind of negative and nasty and making you feel bad, whatever. You, you needed to beat this darkness. And you come home after thinking that maybe you've done this and your whole village is destroyed. And the love of your life is hanging bits and pieces in front of you. So yeah, they, they really fucked up your, your love interest. So she had to take him down to and chop his head off to uh, then collect his skull um, to take him to Helheim. Yeah. And dang it, she did it. She did it. She done did it. Uh, the soul's in the head, everybody. Um, <laughs> and that's really that's where the rest of the game really lies, is just you yeah. getting to, to you, hell. Yeah, you're trying to get to to Helheim, yeah. And do whatever it is that you're trying to do. And Beat up Hella and let her have have your boyfriend back. Give him back. Give me back my dilly. And uh, it's it's real. It seems really simple at first. Like they they bring in the mechanics like one at a time. Mm-hmm. And some areas are you only see mechanics for a little bit here and there. But it's it's basically walk, puzzle, fight. Walk, mm-hmm. puzzle, fight. And I'm not saying that as as if it's reductive. Like for the pacing of the game, for the way that the game sort of feels. I feel like that's a really good format yeah. so that you can experience the world. There are little pillars everywhere where you can get like lore of actual Norse mythology mm-hmm. and just kind of take it slow and listen and learn. And it's it's nice. I take in the scenery. And then there's the little puzzle bits where you look around and try to find shapes where don't, they don't exist and uh, see through portals. But they or, do exist. But they do exist. They do exist. (laughs) (laughs) And see through portals into the past and the future and walk through them and all this interesting little puzzle things. And then eventually you get to some sort of little fight, some kerfuffle. Maybe a boss fight, maybe not. But that's the general rhythm and like pattern of the gameplay. And it really just helps to, to set a pace and a sort of feeling. Every time you get into a new area, it's like wonder, then search, and then discomfort as you're being attacked. Mm-hmm. I um, watched a video on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the person, but they talked about uh, Hellblade and how um, is mainly like the story and the puzzles, and then they threw in the fighting just to break everything up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does feel that way sometimes, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and I didn't have a problem with anything. Like the the puzzles at times were kind of tough and sometimes really complicated or confusing if you didn't um, realize like right away what you were supposed to do or what the method to the puzzle was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed the fighting, actually. Um, I was really like... You're, you're thrown right into it when yeah, you start. There's no like, oh, this button does this or L2 <laughs> blocks. Like you have to figure that out yourself. Yeah. Uh, which hint, press the pause button. It's, it's all in the menu. Yeah, it's, it's all in the menu. There. Um, but I don't know. I 
part of me likes that they didn't tell you because you have to figure it out and like Senua is figuring everything out too. But then part of me was like, but then how do I beat the bad guys? Like this is really frustrating. <laughs> um, and sometimes I would forget buttons because as you know, I would um, play it for a day or two and then abandon it <laughs> for like a month um, while I did other things. Um, but yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. No, it was very good. Uh, the the fighting itself, the actual combat, is very reminiscent of like any Soulsborne game. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Uh, with Hellblade specifically, it's more of a like it's a little more clunkety than some of the Soulsborne games. Like it, it still flows very nice. It still has a lot of uh, control over the the actual slashing and dodging, and you know you, it feels like you're purposely making an action and the action has a very deliberate response mm-hmm. which is kind of the whole point of those Soulsborne combat games but with Senua it's a little less like it, with the Souls games it always feels like you you're this is the, what it's for this is all it's about with Senua it's like oh this this is here and it's made to look very nice like it looks choreographed when you do things almost but it's also not the focus. Like, it's not as polished as it, as other games that do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Because the fighting is definitely not the fucking point of the game. <laughs> but it's it's very good. I enjoyed yes. the heck out of it. And coming from playing a bunch of those Souls games, I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I got this. Um, there was a lot of uh, dodging or you eventually have the ability to focus, which is basically just everything kind of slows down and you get a little faster. Um, so kind of like slowing time, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. stopping time. But um, in the fighting, it's just it's a lot of do your best to dodge and then focus and hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also no, like, UI. It's, it's all, like, there repar- is. There is? You yeah. just have like a life bar. It just gets redder, right? Yeah. Never mind. It was something else I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, there's no UI. And instead it's like the screen gets a little redder, which is a pretty common thing in a lot of games nowadays, especially with shooters. But that's for a whole different mm-hmm. reason. But uh, with Hellblade, it also has other little things to let you know you can do stuff again. Like she has this charm on her back that glows eventually. Letting you know that you've charged up enough to do an attack or do whatever else, and it, I think that's always really cool. I love when they sh- when they in- install like the UI into the the character itself, like mm-hmm. uh, Dead Space. Love the way they did that. The health bar being on your back and all the all of the stuff you needed being like contextually inside of the world itself. Way cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the best. Well, in the in Hellblade Two, um, the more or the closer you are to death, the slower and more wounded Senua is. Mm-hmm. So, like, the slower you're going to attack and the less effect your attacks are going to have. Um, and I found that if you are temporarily downed and um, you're, all your voices are like, get up, get up, oh, she can't get up, she's going to die. If you just really, <laughs> <laughs> really jam the uh, X button. Yeah. Yeah. The X button, you uh, you get back up. But nice. you have to do it quickly <laughs> and aggressively, <laughs> but with love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I have something that I want to bring up. And this, I guess it might be a little spoilery, so forgive. Uh, at the very beginning of the game, they mentioned that if you die enough, you're, the game's over. Mm-hmm. 
And like you can even see the darkness that they talk about growing up your arm. Do you want to know a little secret? That's a lie. Yeah, I figured because um, near the end of the game, um, I was actually I had made it to Helheim and I was thrown in, and when the darkness had been to my elbow, but when I was thrown into Helheim, it went up to my neck, and I immediately <laughs> became angry, and I was like, no, I, no way, I, that's not fair. If I die again, like everything is gonna be ruined, blah blah blah. <laughs> but I made it through that part. And I was like, I came out of Helheim where I came out of wherever area I was in. And it went back down to like my elbow. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this just part of the game or is it a glitch? Well, I think in Helheim, you're, you're closer to death is the idea. Yeah. Uh, but no, in general, that whole thing is a lie. I think uh, I remember hearing that the developers mentioned that it was like they, they made a, a purposeful lie to give you a sort of paranoia. Because the whole point is that the character is you know, somewhat paranoid about a lot of things. And they wanted to instill that into the players themselves. Mm -hmm. But they didn't actually want to install that that uh, that kind of gameplay because it didn't fit with the story, didn't fit with the game. So they just fucking lied. And I think that's hilarious. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, it, it adds to the what's real and what's not. Mm -hmm. it, 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 yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, if you didn't know, you don't actually have to worry about it. I died so much before I even got to the three trials. The fucking darkness was up to my shoulder. Like, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, I had it on auto scaling for the difficulty. So like I would breeze through some fights and then the next one would just tear me apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, when it comes to Hellblade, the fighting is not the most important part. Like it's fun. And it can be important, but it's not the most important thing. So, if you have it on easy, don't feel bad and don't think, oh, no, I'm I'm not a real gamer, man. <laughs> or, like, don't think you're a loser, but, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, it doesn't it's, change anything in the game. It's not part of the story. And Unless you, you want to make it horrible for yourself, then go for it. But it it just makes the fighting more grueling because it takes more hits for them to die mm -hmm. it doesn't like ali said it doesn't change anything no you get everything that you get all of the same ending nonsense mm -hmm. everything stays the same um so yeah don't set an auto difficulty it will shift a little more drastically than yeah. i expected like in other games the difficulty might matter like unlocking things or achieve achievements or something yeah there's but with this that. game there's there's no achievements really so yeah. at least none for connected to difficulty or anything yeah. like that uh it's all progress based pretty much um so yeah that that's uh, that's all i have to say about that play <laughs> definitely play it on like a set difficulty mm -hmm. um how did you like the 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 portrayal of Senua's darkness. Know. Yeah, because a big part of this game, which caused a, a bit of controversy for a while, was that it depicts uh, Senua as having like a, being a paranoid schizophrenic or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm by no means uh, an expert in psychology, so I can't diagnose or say what it is or what it isn't. But that was the intention. Was it for it to appear this way? And there, I, I was when this first came out, and I was really interested in it. I looked up a bunch of things about it, and a bunch of people's opinions, and this and that, and 
there's a lot of people from you know both sides of the, of the argument like yeah this is that's not okay to sort of depict this as like a, a ability or a power or whatever or but it really wasn't it didn't give her any superpowers true but they they argued that like some at some points it's like oh you listen to it and it tells you what's going on and you can use that to your advantage and this and that uh and then other people argued like no it, it's showing a character who has um some sort of differently cognitive uh mental state and learning to exist like someone else does using that same uh set of cognitive abilities like assuming that the things the voices in her head are just her she sees a thing doesn't process it the voices process it for her and then tell her what's going on and she can interact that way and that's the camp that i personally went to i found that to be a little more i don't know uh emotionally resonant for me because it felt more true to what i was playing and also the idea of just seeing more disabilities or i'm not even sure that's the name for those things anymore uh in games i think is pretty fucking cool <laughs> sorry i think you asked me a question there i did ask you a question and i don't know where the question went because i just it kept... was in the beginning but then you kept talking and then you ended your sentence i did with a statement <laughs> you asked yourself the question and then answered it and now we're moving on <laughs> i asked myself a question i'm the worst i'm sorry <laughs> but no uh what did you think did you appreciate the portrayal of it well i'm not paranoid to schizophrenic <laughs> so, so i i don't know how somebody who is a paranoid schizophrenic might feel about the game um personally i you know i don't know if this is like a naive or like a crappy way to view the game but I viewed it more as, like, true. Like, as the stuff that she was going through being true. Like, I didn't view it as, like, a mental illness or a disability or anything. Like, I viewed it as, no, those those runes are actually hidden in the weeds. Or um, her mom, like, she's actually seeing her dead mother talk to her through this stone. Like, she's actually... Seeing these things, these things are really happening, but she sees them and nobody else does. Maybe because she's, I mean, you don't interact with anybody else, any other humans in the um, game. But I'm, I'm assuming she's the only one who can see them because everybody, you know, calls her basically a freak and like, yo, you're bad, you're evil, you're full of darkness, whatever. So I'm assuming she's the only one who can see and hear these things. Um... I don't know, like, m most of me, most of me is, this is a magical, like, mythological journey story with, I mean, obviously, yes, the metaphors and the whatever else, but I don't know, as I was playing the game, I like to think that all of these things were real and not due to some mental disorder, and like, Mental disorders are real. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, it could definitely be a mix of things. It could be yeah. a little bit of both. Some of the magic and the and the you know mythology definitely could have occurred, could have happened. Uh, but it could also be that she only saw these things 
because of the the the, the schizophrenia or whatever yeah. leading think... her towards it or allowing her to see things a little differently or mm-hmm. like that was hell that was hell that was whatever and she interacted with it and that's fine mm-hmm. but while she was interacting with them these this part of her helped her through that in some way shape or form so it could definitely be a little bit of both it doesn't have to exclusively be she made it all up in her head or it's all magic it could be a, a nice zone in the middle mm-hmm. as i'm sure you can tell by this point it's been 30 minutes of pretty much just nice things that we've said <laughs> it's a very good game and we think pretty much everyone should should play it uh I'm a, I'm a 10 out of 10 for me, especially the fact that it was a small development team and it's a, a brief but important story. Like it's an eight hour game, but it just tells you everything you, you need. It's very focused and it knows what it wants to be. So like for me, that's wonderful. That's perfect. Uh, like maybe it's not perfect in a lot of ways, but none of it detracted from what I wanted. And what I wanted was an am- amazing story. So. That's where I stand. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think it was really well made. I think the environments were really beautiful. And I think the way they used the audio in the game really made you feel whatever Zenoa was feeling. And um, I don't think it means any harm towards anybody who might have paranoid schizophrenia. I think it was just a unique take on it because there are people, you know, in like history who have had mental illnesses and people have called them, you know, many names like uh, priestesses and prophets and, you know, medicine men and whatever because they can talk to the trees. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a thing that they've, incorporated into Senua and at the end of Senua they um give a nod towards people who do have mental illness um which I thought was really cool because it was like they were saying hey we made this game um to not like make fun of but to like maybe even empower people who do have this and um I think Senua was a very powerful character she went through a lot of ups and downs but in the end she was a really strong character and she was very courageous and um i thought she was really cool (laughs) (laughs) um and i like that they had bits and pieces of actual um north myth mythology um that was really fun i didn't collect them all so in the end when the gate lit up there were some red marks instead of all the runes being bright white which was annoying but (laughs) And that's just a collector, I guess, in me. Um, but yeah, I, I, 10 out of 10, I would recommend this game. I think people should go play it. Um, I've heard you should play it in one go, but it is like an eight-hour game. At the solid eight. I feel like you could do it, chop it up a little bit if you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it might be a six-hour game for some people, but it was an eight-hour one for, for us. Yes. Um, so... Go play Hellblade. Um, we are definitely looking forward to Hellblade 2, Cinema Saga, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, if you yeah. do play, remember to listen to the voices. Yes, listen to the voices. <laughs> um, they important. are 
they are important. They're there to help you. They are there to distract you. They maybe are there to ruin you. But listen to the voices. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's all I got. All right. Well, then uh, we'll see you guys next time. And thanks for, uh, you know, watching and all that. I know this is a, a pretty late video that we haven't done anything in a little while. There's been a lot of life changes, uh, new jobs. And world changes. World changes. <laughs> we went to a protest and whatnot. There was all sorts of shit that went down. And, like, there was just... Well, the way you made it, make it sound is that we went to a protest stuff went down and things got bad no, no, no nothing no, no, no. happened at things the were bad so we the, went to a protest we want to make a note the protest was actually very peaceful <laughs> nobody did anything bad okay um <laughs> we are just busy with um trying to keep up with everything um in the world um covid and Ollie has a new job and we are going to be moving soon so we have a lot on our plate yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's it's been an interesting couple <laughs> weeks, a month, or however long at this point. Uh, so we haven't really had the chance to do this in a while. Yeah. But we finally got back together. Back together. Do you think um, uploading schedule will change once your um, this job takes off a little more and your schedule changes? Uh, I I don't think so. I think I might I might be able to still keep par uh, pushing out on Fridays. But if anything changes, uh, you'll hear it here. So uh, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate you 15 to 25 people. <laughs> you let's, let's, let's be realistic. You one to five people. Hey, hey, I look at the numbers. It's 15 to 20. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, are wonderful. Thank you for listening. Uh, and play Sinoa Hellblade. Oh, fuck. Play Hellblade Sinoa Sacrifice. It's <laughs> Play very... Sinoa Hellblade Sacrifice. <laughs> Uh, also, let us know what your thoughts are on all of this. The game, the world events, if you want, and like the your opinions on the whole uh, mental illness in the video game itself. and Or in video games in general. Yeah. And it would be a lovely discussion to have, and we'll have it with anyone. So, well, uh, Ollie will have it with anyone. I'll have it He with likes anyone. to talk, as you know. Dang. He has a podcast. <laughs> this is true. We started a podcast <laughs> just so I could talk about stuff I like. Ooh. <laughs> so anyways that that's it i we've been tr i've been trying to end this for the past 10 minutes because i'm bad at not talking anymore so i'm done bye